Welcome to About Men in Love, Cultivating Relational Intelligence and Doing Umjolo Differently. In this episode, we will explore the process of finding the one, what the process looks like, what the process entails, and what are the frustrations that comes with the process. If you look in today's information age, there's quite a lot of challenges around finding the one because you have a lot of people to choose from. If you look into your DMs, there's quite a lot of people who have already sent you message about wanting to be in a romantic relationship with you. If you go on dating site, there's a lot of swiping to do in order for you to meet that right person. And that can create a lot of anxiety. It's not like back in the days where you're coming from um, a rural or a township area where you had three guys to choose from the guy who was your neighbor and the guy who stayed two streets from where you were staying and the other guy that you go to school with that created a lot of comfort because you knew them all you had time to actually learn all of them today it's 50 to 100 people you do not have time to actually learn about those people most of the time is that we just wing it. We just take anyone and hope it works out. But I'm going to give you a few pointers for you to understand how you can be able to navigate and narrow down those choices to be hopefully good choices about finding the one. And one of the most important reasons is that when we're making these choices, we want to be certain about this other person. And having to choose from a thousand people creates that uncertainty. And it's a critical point of your life uh, when you're making these choices. Um, because if you look around, most youth have completed their degrees and are working and are actively in the process of looking. I know that some of you have already given up and think there's no love anymore. No, no, no. We don't quit when there's a few challenges that we come across in life. We basically have to understand and actively get involved in the process of finding the one following steps that might be helpful because if you look around really everyone is looking and talking about the future of food the future of um, education the future of technology no one is talking about the future of romantic relationship and what the process of finding the one is going to look like hence i want to delve into this topic with you today understanding that um finding the one is a difficult process do you take into consideration that we are coming from different backgrounds and some of us are coming from rural areas or township areas where we actually um, had the entire community taking care of our security making sure that we feel beautiful loved 
supported and stable in anything that we do. We had uncles who paid for our fees. We had different people coming from different backgrounds supporting us with any endeavor that we are actually going in. But then, to some extent, we find a way to reduce everything that um, we used to get from the community to be something that the other person has to give us. And that can create a lot of work for one person. We want the person to be the one who's going to make us feel alive, to provide that sense of security, to provide, to make us feel beautiful, to make us feel important, to attend to our needs. And the very same person is going to be that person who we desire sexually and romantically, who's going to bring a sense of aliveness in our dreams and adventures. And that person doesn't even have an idea that this is what you actually are looking for or this is what they are expected to do. And that creates a lot of misunderstanding in a romantic relationship because one, they don't know what they are working with. Two, you hardly actually tell the truth about what is it that you want from them. And to some extent, we expect that the other person should know or should come with um, with a fixed behavioral attribute, with knowing what to do when you cry. They should know how to comfort you. Guys, this is just a well-orchestrated mess. I, I've seen on social medias where um, people say, no, I'm not... Uh, I'm not going to stay in in a relationship where this and this and this is not there. You're not going to be in a romantic relationship, period. Because everyone is faulty. Everyone is faulty. There is no way that one person can give you everything. It is impossible. There is no way that one person can give you all that of which the entire community used to give you. But you can be able to actually be in a romantic relationship successfully if you understand or approach it this way. You can have a price of admission. What is the price of admission? Basically, you're going to have a certain values, interests, and attractions that you wish to find in the other person. And if you find them, that's okay. But there are other things that you won't find at all. That is what we call a price of admission. When you go into vets, there's a price of admission that you need to pay for them to admit you into the university. When you're going out for clubbing, there's a ticket that are sold on the door that you're going to have to, to buy to get in as a price of admission. Basically, in a romantic relationship, those are the things that you're willing to do away with in order for you to be with the other person. It can be that the other person has a kid from the other relationship. It can be that the other person is not yet working. It can be that the other person actually cannot cook. Um, the other person ha has not been to school at all. Those can be your price of admission. I think they will differ from person to person, but you have to be reasonable with all that of which you require from the other person. Being reasonable basically means that you understand the economical climate of the country. Basically, 
Because men are raised and socialized to be providers in the economic climate of today, a lot of men um, struggle with that construction. They are unable to provide because, first of all, some of them have a lot of black text to actually sort out before being able to provide for you. And it can be difficult and it creates a lot of anxiety amongst men. Most men don't get into a serious relationship because of that reason, because they know very well that they can be, cannot be able to provide. And with today's technological advancement, people are competing with uh, the people who are not living in the places they live in. Um, the Instagram live, you want to go out, take photos of whatever you are eating with your partner. But what if your partner doesn't have the money to buy or to take you out to those fancy restaurants for you to take photos? Can't you see today's guys actually just making sure that they become promiscuous and get involved in, in, in a lot of romantic relationship, basically because they, they are trying to get a sense of security. If today you say to me that, hey, I, I need us to go to something, uh, I can easily just set that down and take this one who wants to go to McDonald's in Brampton. So basically, they play around with those factors in order for them to still feel secured. So that's why I say you're going to have to understand the economical climate of today and be careful at the same time that with this uh, masculine um, sense of self amongst men, they're more vulnerable with, with, with their sense of identity as well. One, if you're a man, you cannot be able to provide. That means you can't be in a romantic relationship. That's a basic thing. Today, a lot of people want so much from the other that the other just look at the requirement and see that, okay, if the requirements for vids are this, that means I cannot be admitted. Basically, when they look at whatever you need from a guy, they look at it and, and they just imagine, oh, no, here I cannot be admitted. But what happens is that with the pressure of time, people's requirements will lessen eventually. You will move from being special to being unspecial if you're not careful. Try to understand the process here. Try to understand the idea of the price of admission. These are the things that I can do with. These are the things that I can do away with before time is running out. But guys, please be careful of actually being abused or actually um, compromising your sense of self in that uh, a price of admission thing. Why? Because you have to be in touch with, with the king and the queen in you before you can actually be able to engage into those spaces. There's nothing dangerous than a woman or a man who is, um, who is not in, in touch with themselves. Most of the time, we just go into relationship without knowing our sense of value, our sense of standards, our sense of, of being. And that can create a lot of space for people to abuse us because one, we actually are still forming an identity. And when we are in the process of forming an identity, um, people can be able to take 
advantage of that vulnerability because you're still in the forming. Get into the, those spaces when you're in touch with the queen in you and the king in you. When you are in touch with the queen or the king in you, you are able to determine who sit on your throne, who sit on your throne as a king or as a queen. Basically, you need to understand as a queen, you represent a realm. As a queen and as a king, you represent a realm too. You have a set of standard values that guides your endeavors. That's the basic idea. And not everyone will be able to make it on um, to sit on your throne. Not everyone is going to make the cut. But at the same time, you need not to be too strict with that process. Always have the price of admission and be in touch with the queen and the king in you. The country that has a lot of dynamics, we some of us uh, find it hard to be in touch with the king and queen in us because uh, uh, we come in from all these different backgrounds that actually are guys how we love people and that actually um, affect our partner choices because some of us are coming from our, our destitute background and we we often tend to gravitate to loving from the place of lack, uh, maybe of material things. That's where you see people getting into relationship for security because maybe they don't want to be exposed to destitution anymore or they don't want to be poor anymore. But then the, 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 just the risky part of that is that it's not promised that uh, that other person is going to be there to to provide those material things for you um, forever. It's not promised. So it is important to understand that with the partner that you're going to choose should be someone who will have your back during this economical climate, during the ups and downs of life, basically. And some of us come from backgrounds where parents were not around, they were working, and we gravitate more to loving from the place of lack of attention. So we need more attention from the other person. You might be mistaken to be clingy, uh, but it's, it's, it's usually not the case. It's just a case of understanding that maybe one might just need a lot of attention uh, a bit more of attention in this in this digital age where everyone is distracted and it might be difficult to relate with that person who needs so much from you but uh, understanding that that might just be the dynamic it is important or rather can actually solve a lot of issues in your romantic relationship with that other person but one of the things that i actually found out when i was reading um uh, this uh, brilliant psychoanalyst melanie klein who was basically active in uh, the 50s and 60s uh, from vienna just around north london he had, she explored this that um, when children are still small they actually um, struggle to um, have uh, a sense of their parent as both a good and a bad parent. So what they do is that they split them into half. So in their mind, there is a good parent and a bad parent. Despite that one person being just one figure, they split them in into different parts in order for them to be able to relate with their parents much more better. And it takes until till the age of four that a child is able to 
to have a sense of their parent in that parental relationship as both a good and a bad parent and they actually become a bit ambivalent when they they they, they start experiencing that because they actively actually realize that they can be able to both love a person and hate a person and they become okay with that for the first time and it is the same kind of struggle that we struggle with our partner as well. When we in a romantic relationship, we struggle to understand that our partner can both be very good people. And it happens usually in the beginning of a relationship where we start with this idealization. Oh my word, friend, I met this guy. This guy is amazing. Yo, man, I met this girl. This girl is amazing, bro. Like she's everything. And when things go south, we literally go into denigration. No, no, she's this, she's that. No, she's like such a bad person. Yo, friend, yo, yo, guys are this, bro. What a trashy guy I made. And it's basically just, there is no way that in, 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 in all humanity, there is no heroes and sinners amongst people at all. We are all just a mixture of good and bad. Being able to actually be comfortable with that is such a psychological um, achievement. Maturity comes when you are able to actually look at your partner after they've been bad and still be able to relate with them after they've been bad. But today, whenever something happens, something bad happens, the bags are ready. People are ready to go because no, I'm not going to settle for this. No, I'm not going to settle for this. We are in the culture of a lot of people who are giving up. It's a giving up culture. We're no longer working towards building one another. We're no longer working towards making things successful because of this instant gratification and because of the belief that we can be happier somewhere. But listen, there is no way that there is uh, greener grasses somewhere. There is actually worse there because now you come with this new perception of of a relationship and of a of a boyfriend or girlfriend in this new relationship, and it just goes more south when you get there. Uh, but the the central argument here is that maturity comes when you are able to actually sit and literally work things out with that person when they have been bad and celebrate the good times with them. That's basically love. You're able to actually celebrate those idealized sins of your other person and really sit with that bad part of them after they have messed up and actually try to understand where they came from what were they thinking when they got themselves into that idea? Because um, in my research of, of, on masculinity, I've learned that most of the time guys don't talk. They actually act more. They don't talk when they, they've been hurt or there's something that happened in the romantic relationship. They just act. You can see th through transgression that you actually, um, there's, there's something going on in this person. Um, 
it, it, it is that understanding, but we will explore that. Um, I just hope this, uh, this first episode will just put things into perspective for some of you guys. This is about man in love with Reggie.